Kyle Brown with the Superintendent Radio Network. We're live here at GIS 15 again, and uh, we're kicking off the show with our show here at the GCI booth. I'm here with Zach Riker from the University of Nebraska. Uh, welcome to the show, Zach. Thanks, Kyle. We wanted to start off just by talking about preparing for the new season. And one of the things that a lot of superintendents are going to have to deal with is weed control, of course. Yep. So uh, can you give me a couple quick tips about uh, what can superintendents do to make sure we've got a strong stand of turf to deal with the weeds this season? It, uh, the best thing, and superintendents are really good at this, but the best thing is just uh, on cool season grasses, and that's what I'll focus on today, but cool season grasses, fertilizing last fall, getting as thick of a stand as you can last fall, and with that fertilizer last fall, it's really going to improve your stand this spring. So that and early mowing, mowing as uh, often as as frequently as you can, will help increase the stand. Typical cultural factors, uh, airification, proper watering, things like that, will really help to improve and thus uh, decrease the amount of weed pressure that you will have. Right. Just because uh, you know one of the strongest defenses a turf that a yep. stand can have is just being a strong stand of turf. Yeah, exactly. And just like us humans, even though we may be healthy, every now and then we'll get get the cold or a flu or something like that, like my voice today. So <laughs> when it comes to crabgrass, uh, pre-emergent herbicides are still the best options. Depending on what kind of level of competition you have or what kind of level of pressure you have, a uh, single application of pre-emergent herbicide will work in the spring. Lots of times, lots of guys will go with two applications, and the research that we have done shows that you can use the second application. It doesn't have to match the uh, first application in terms of, of active ingredient. Two applications of pre-emergent herbicides will go a long way to control uh, crabgrass, goosegrass, foxtail, all your, typical, all your typical grasses. You mentioned a little bit about fungicides as well uh, earlier when we were talking. What can we do to help protect against some of the disease coming into the new year as well? Yeah, that's, uh, again, the cultural factors do go a long way. And with dollar spot, which is the number one disease sure. uh, nationwide, and I, I'm not a pathologist, but early, early applications of fungicides will go a long way reducing that inoculum application shortly, you know, depending on where you live, may or a smidge earlier will go a, a long way to, to controlling that inoculum long term. And I, would, I would use a contact plus a systemic product. That early application might not make another application for three, four weeks until you start seeing the first signs of dollar spot. And uh, what are some of the big problem spots that you think are going to be coming up in the new year? What should superintendents be looking for? Yeah, I think, uh, I think this is a result from last winter yet, Kyle. We had such widespread winter kill, and uh, I'll use Nebraska and the Great Plains, for example. Okay. We lost a lot of grass, a lot of annual bluegrass, a lot of ryegrass from desiccation. The guys struggled. You know, they reseeded immediately spring. We had a couple of really cold weeks in May that killed the seedlings, and so they just never got established. And then as they started filling back in finally in September, a lot of that was, I'm going uh, to bet that that was a lot of annual bluegrass. And so it looks just like bentgrass or ryegrass or bluegrass or the, any of the desirable turf, but then come this spring, I think we're going to see a lot of annual bluegrass shooting seed heads. And so uh, it's going to be, I'm afraid it's going to be a rude awakening for folks who had winter damage last year, and they're just going to have a lot of annual bluegrass this year. What can we do to help out with that? Yeah, the, it, that's a hard one. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, first of all, you have to decide if it's worth it, if it's worth battling. It's expensive right. to maintain, right. it's expensive to control. You can't maintain it, you can't control it. So it's, it's you know, and so you have to really, you have to pick your battle here. And, and so on fairways, on creeping bentgrass fairways, Velocity is uh, really, is probably the premier product right now. On ryegrass fairways, uh, Velocity will also work, but ProGrass okay. is probably a better application there, fall, application of pro, fall applications of ProGrass. On Kentucky Bluegrass, 
there's really nothing that's labeled for annual bluegrass, but Tenacity is still the best product. It's labeled for bluegrass fairways, it's just not labeled uh, for control of annual bluegrass, but it does a very nice job of that. So those, those are all fairway high turf. On greens, you're really limited to uh, growth regulators, and, and we just completed a, a four-year study in, in three states looking at uh, season-long applications of products, and Trinexapac, Primo, did not help at all. But really the best one, almost all the way through, was Trimit. Pactylbutrazol was probably the best one. And in second place was Cutlass uh, for Primidol. And those guys, just regular applications every other week with these products. We raised the rates in the summer. And the important thing with both of these products is, is make those applications season long. From the start of the season to the end of the season. Uh, then you have to be careful with the frost on either side of the season. But, but that's the, probably the best way to control annual bluegrass and greens. It's it's a rough it's a rough one, yeah. yeah. And uh, hopefully it won't be so bad this upcoming spring, but it could be a pretty surprising. Uh, uh, I just think I just think people are going to be shocked by the number of seed heads, the amount of seed heads in the greens. Sure. Yeah. I I'm looking forward to seeing what does develop. Thanks so much for you being bet. on the show today. You bet. Thanks, Kyle. Appreciate it. You've been listening to the Superintendent Radio Network, the podcast of Golf Course Industry Magazine, a production of GIE Media Inc. I've been your host and producer, Kyle Brown. You can find all of our podcasts on iTunes or the SRN page on golfcourseindustry.com. Talk to us at srn at gie.net or at GCI Magazine on Twitter. Thanks for listening.